Hello and welcome to Football on the Rocks. We are continuing our mock draft series with rounds three and four for you tonight. Uh, we're going to dive right into it for you guys, so we hope you enjoy the show. All right, this next pick for me, because I do get the back-to-back, this pick is brought to you by Bear Flag. Bear Flag is a wine that I happen to really enjoy. It's a cab. Um, this is the Vintage 2017. Uh, it is a very good wine. For the wine drinkers out there, there may not be that many, but I'm not drinking bourbon tonight. I'm drinking wine. So this is the Bear Flag pick of the night. And this pick is going to go to... If you don't pick a bear, I swear to God, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm not picking a bear. <laughs> then why is it brought to us by Bear Flag? <laughs> well, what bear? I mean, yeah, sure, Montgomery, but I'm not David picking Montgomery. Him. I'm taking uh, A.J. Brown. So the reason why I'm taking him in this spot is because I have the thought of it here was a running back to close that loop, be done with it for you know the traditional standard leagues that have two running backs. Um, I actually like a few running backs that I think I can get in round four, even with it being this far beyond. I, I think the guys that I like are going to be available. So in this particular spot, I'm taking two wide receivers to solidify that for me. And I think A.J. Brown could have a great season. Yeah, I'm just not okay. in the A.J. Brown bandwagon. Hertz is a good fantasy quarterback, but a terrible quarterback if you're a wide receiver. Me and Bobby had that conversation the other day, John. I'm, I'm a little bit more with you. I think he had a better throwing of the ball quarterback in Tannehill, but I still think he has fantasy relevance. And if I'm looking at the wide receivers that are available, there may have been one or two other guys. I just, I want to take a risk on this team uh, with that player. I think it's worth it at this point. Yeah. I think there's a difference between fantasy relevance and being wide receiver 10. Agreed. Fair. Bobby, you're next. So, in the third round, I'm going to take the guy who has the most rushing yards since 2016. James Conner. That man John. is Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. So the only other guy I was debating there was James Conner because he would have been a solid RB2. But uh, okay, Bobby. <laughs> I, I like Ezekiel Elliott a lot. Um, he has a high Madden rating. Top 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, he's he's still getting paid a crazy amount of money despite um what he's been able to do with that team that he has up um but give me zeke all day long at this at this spot if i can roll out with cmc kamara and elliot every week good luck buddy uh, so you I have an totally injury. Disagree. You have an injury risk. Someone who could be in prison, and <laughs> someone who's been declining for five years. Yeah, I good I'm luck on this one. <laughs> good luck to you, Bobby. And hey, uh, Bobby, I hate to tell you this, but the second highest rated running back in Madden is still on the board. So Ezekiel Elliott is third in rushing attempts over the last three years. Okay. He's getting where is he? Where is there's he? Is, a, where is he in fantasy I'm going points. after volume and opportunity here. Bobby, Zeke. I think what you're going to get out of Ezekiel Elliott at the top end is at the top end is what Caleb would get out of Williams, Javante Williams. Well, he's definitely a solid 
if nothing else, solid RB2 that's in a flex spot. Yeah, I don't hate Zeke. He's a volume play, and then in the third round, a uh, running back that's getting bell cow carries is always a pretty decent deal. He's not getting bell Thank cow you. carries this year. Thank I'm you. I'm sorry. I mean, who's, Pollard, who's getting way more involved? Oh, no, nice. Zeke versus Pollard. <laughs> you want to do that? It, it's going to be – it's gonna, no, I'm not going to Zeke versus Pollard, but it's going to be Zeke okay. on first and second down and Pollard on third, period. Yeah, and that's a lot of volume. That's like get a Josh bunch of goal line carries. They can score, score Bobby, you hate points. Josh Jacobs. That's what Josh Jacobs does. I don't hate Josh Jacobs. You didn't like him when we talked about him the other night. Anyway, he's not good. Moving on, who's got the next pick? I do. Zeke Elliott's better than Josh Jacobs. So I'm going to pick a guy that, in my opinion, is pretty close to Zeke. He's viewed in the same light, former first-round pick. You know, injuries and age kind of got people a little scared. But I think he's going to be a volume play. I think a lot of his value depends on Watson, but we'll go with Nick Chubb here. I, don't, Bobby, I like it. I'll put Chubb against Zeke. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would, up I would, I would absolutely take Chubb over Zeke. I like that. Actually, I think Chubb in the third round for that team is lucky for you, Caleb, because you could have gotten Pitts. I would have been happy with Zeke. <clears throat> well, I'm just saying, like that team in particular, you could have gotten, you know, if you like Kamara better, but I don't think you do. I think you you could have ended with the same team if you would have just switched the picks from Chubb. Yeah, in the second round, and you I guess Pitts in the third. I guess Pitts was a like is like a planting my flag pick. Um, yeah, I, I think we'll we'll circle back next year, and I think Pitts will be borderline first round pick. But that that's just my hot take. So I like yeah. it. I like it. You're pretty smart with these things. I, I will definitely give you that. You you have a very good uh, um, dynasty mind. You can kind of see like one or two years, like who's going to be those kind of guys. You I know you've turned a lot of. Uh, teams around with that kind of, of move and so I, i'm inclined to believe you but man i don't like kyle pitts i feel like As bobby he... just dropped to his knees and said caleb <laughs> i um i like I do... fantasy team <laughs> he does he does good i struggle just with can never nowadays. win the garage league <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness all right john you're up next with your cup and barkley team well, I got the number one player at one position, so I think I'm going to take the number one player in another position and get the number one tight end from last year, Mark Andrews. I like it. Team him up with Barkley and Cup. There you go. I, I can't yeah. vote against it. I think it's good value. Bobby keeps talking about voting against things. I don't know why. That's. I'm not the biggest Mark Andrews believer. Like I said, I think uh... – if you look at the splits between Lamar versus I forget his name, the rushing backup, he's pretty decent. Huntley, Huntley, Huntley yeah, yeah. Um, Andrews actually thrived with Huntley, but um, Andrews no more. Isn't, he he isn't bad. So I, I I and no um no more keys and and with Hollywood say, they shipped gone. up. They shipped off Hollywood, yeah. Um, with pick, do you want me to move on? Yeah, yeah, let's go. With this one, uh, I feel backed into a corner with this pick because there's no running backs here that I'm, you know, screaming out to me. And <laughs> triple wide receiver starts a little questionable, but uh, Keenan Allen's just—he's a stud in my opinion. He, you know, he continues to produce. Um, he's put the injury questions aside over the last couple of years, and I think he's just a solid pick in the third. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of volume there. There's a lot of um, definitely potential for him to do amazing thing so um, i just think you, you you just totally derailed your team by going i did this a couple of years back and i got a pretty bad team from it 
Yeah, but you um, made bad first. picks. I yeah, you well, made bad that picks. That season, yeah. Michael Thomas was arguably yep. and undoubtedly it was a bad pick. Rated as, okay, we won't even get into it. I just <laughs> think that this particular team, I think we almost have to go with a running back because no. he's not going to have his first running back. Give me the fourth round, maybe. Anyway, so, all right, that's cool. We'll talk about you. That. You could have gotten running back, running back in the first two rounds last year and got no value from it. I feel well, like sure. you have, you have. You have three players who are very solidified in their role, and at wide receiver, you have less risk of injury. So I feel like you're. I'm not saying you have the fewest. Bad. I'm saying I don't think that team has a chance to win at all. I think it does. There's so many running backs still on the board who could end up being top ten. Yeah, but he's got to get two of them. Yeah, and there's not that. He, many. he doesn't need to get two of them. He just needs one. And, and then you can always do waiver wire stuff. Look yeah, at all. Are, look at all these teams. Gonna, there, there is definitely possibility of of uh, benefit through waivers and trades and everything else. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Bob, you're next. James Conner. I got Derrick Henry to match with him. He was one of the top running backs last season. Um, his only competition has left now since then, and. Uh, it's hard to argue with that. Now, most of his points did come from touchdowns, but this is an offense that is bound to score a lot of points. Um, I think he maybe has one or two like game-winning weeks himself um, through you know like a three-touchdown performance or something like that. Um, and it's hard to pass up, like you said, Joe, a couple of picks ago when I took Zeke. Yeah. Um, I thought he was James Connor. He was on my list between him and Chubb. Zeke wasn't even in the conversation. Uh, for that first pick in the third round where I took A.J. Brown. Um, but, yeah, good. John, what you got? Well, I'm going to mix it up here and take a wide receiver to pair with Eckler and Fournette. New quarterback, but I think quarterback doesn't matter, so I'm going to take D.J. Moore. Yeah, I think quarterback doesn't matter on that particular player's list. Right? He got an upgrade, too. So I mean, right. well, we just you just called <laughs> – I don't know that I'd consider the person he got in that spot an upgrade, but that's over over Newton. I mean, <laughs> well, he had Newton, and then he had Sam Bradford. Um, yeah, Bradford or no, Darnold. He had Darnold. Darnold, yeah. and he had like a plethora of give, quarterbacks. Give me Baker over all those. Yeah, guys. give like, me Baker over all of them too. So, at this point in their career, yeah, easily. and they, there's a lot of playmakers on the team. You have more. You still have Robbie Anderson. You have CMC. Potential and, for at least a top 15-ish wide receiver there. I think that's a pair with bit. two really good running backs. I mean, yeah, you're going to you're, you're in a good spot. Very good. All right, this next pick for me, I think there's a lot of ways that that somebody can go here in the third round cuz there's You've a lot of the the higher value guys that people put up there are, are kind of gone. Um, so I'm gonna take. Uh, let's see, what do I want to do with this team? Hmm. God, this is tough. I like this team a lot, but I just don't know who the next uh, player is. So we're gonna go this way. We're gonna go this route. I think this could be a good pick. Um, I don't. I wouldn't consider it a stretch. I am gonna go with a running back here. Uh, I'm going to go with Cam Akers. Uh, he may not be on everybody's list as the next guy up. Uh, at the end of the season last year, if you look in the playoffs, uh, even when he just barely got back from being healthy from a – was it an ACL the year before? Um, 
anyway, he came back in, played during the playoffs, and and got twenty some odd carries. And it was a, a guy that those that did the playoff fantasy football ended up being a pretty good player for you. So he continues anything like that into the regular season this year, I think he'd be a good spot here. Not only is he not the next guy up, there's like eight other running backs that I would take in front of Cam Akers right now. I don't know about eight. I'm just trying to emphasize Joe made a bad pick. I, would, I, I think he's risky, but I don't hate it. I, I wouldn't I call it a good pick, but I wouldn't call it a bad pick. Like I said, I think in this spot, like, there's so many wide receivers I like that I'm going to let everybody else pick a wide receiver and I'll probably take one on the way back. Um, and there's just – he's the next guy up on the running backs, in my opinion. There's maybe one other that I consider in front of him, but I think he'd be more of a stretch than Cam. But that's cool. Bobby doesn't have to like my shit. Move <laughs> on and do his own thing. And, and in doing my own thing, so the team that I'm going to – or a player I'm going to pair with uh, – Najee Harris and uh, Javante Williams is T Higgins. Um, if you look into his stats, and I gotta, I, I'm trying to find the stat again. I believe he actually has more air yards per target than uh, Jamar Chase does. That is correct um, on that offense. And so, to be able to get someone like that this late and be pairing with a couple of uh, home run hitting running backs. Um, I'm very excited about that. All right, not bad. I think it's a good pick. Uh, next guy for me, uh, this particular time. Oh God, I think this is just a tough spot. <sighs> Let's go with Terry McLaurin. Wide receiver. Oof, I mean, he got a quarterback upgrade? Question mark? <laughs> I just think that these picks right here I talk about this all the time I think that these picks the the start of the third round through the sixth round is what makes your team in fantasy football Joe Joe, it is four four picks of most people's 10 person lineup so it is 40% of the lineup that's a big chunk um, that's a lot of your lineup that's determined my, here. My point of what I'm trying to make here, Bobby, is that the first two rounds, as far as analysis goes on research and who you think is going to do well and so on and so forth, for the most part, those first two round players are not necessarily obvious, but they're clear cut. Okay, there's not a lot of debate in those first couple round picks. Right. Getting to round three through six, this is where people – stretch and they take a guy that's like well maybe he's not the right spot maybe he's a a fifth round pick but i'm taking him in the fourth round because i really i really want him so this is where you make your team and yes because it's 40 percent of your fucking team of course but like cam makers yeah i'm saying that's a stretch is cam the right guy some people probably don't feel that way some people probably think somebody else completely i happen to think that he's the next running back up and, and that could make my team better than yours because I took that stretch yeah. instead of going with somebody a little bit more, you know. Well, as we finish out the no. third round, let's see who John and Caleb take. <laughs> I just had yeah. the best analysis you you would have ever heard. <laughs> it was and now a, we'll never know. Yeah, now I'll just make it quick, but we're taking Mike Williams. 
I like it. I do like Mike Williams this year. Um, and to that point I was making earlier, that's one of those guys where is he a third round wide receiver? Maybe, probably. But is there some other guys that people might take over him? Sure. But yeah, good pick, John. Yeah, I like that. I was I was actually hoping to be able to get him a little bit later on there in the fourth round early. And up next is probably me because I'm sitting here waiting. No, I think that's... Oh, it's Caleb. Yeah, yeah, it's Caleb back to back. I am. Should I wait for uh, to get typed in, or do you just want me to go? Okay, there we go. There you go. Um, so my next two picks, um, I'm drafting how I would draft, and I like to take my guys. I like to plant my flags. Um, I'm going to take two guys I think have the potential to be top 14 running backs. Um, I'm going to take them back to back because I started tight end wide receiver. Um, we haven't seen any on the field action from either of these guys. One of them is Brees Hall um, running back for the New York Jets. And the other one is Travis Etienne. Um, I like both of them as talents. I think they're both dual threat, dual threat. And I don't think James Robinson's going to be ready for a while because of the Achilles. I, I actually really like Etienne. Um, we saw, God, what was the name? Uh, LaVisca Chenault get 100 targets last season. Yep. And uh, Travis Etienne, this is a guy that is going to get all those dump offs instead. Um, he, same he, thing with Brees Hall. They're both going to be just little target monsters. Hopefully Hall's mom doesn't come around the, uh, <laughs> the, the clubhouse all too often. Or maybe hopefully some, she does. Some, I mean, that might some bad might blood there. Brees a little bit more if she gets in there a little bit, you know? <laughs> Who knows? Should we catch something else? I want my 30 seconds quick on this. I think those are good picks in their spot. Okay, so exactly where you're getting them, those are this is that beginning part, like I said about those picks. But those two players, I don't disagree with you in the fact that they could be, you know, top ten, top fifteen running backs by the end of the season. Yeah, they're both two of my favorite running backs, so getting them back to back like that just kind of felt satisfying. And in the twelfth spot, you got a good team kind of forming, but a risky team. Like everything about that team screams risk, right? I mean, there's no guarantee to any of those players. No paying for third place. <laughs> there you go. I like it. All right, John. This is also very true. John, you're back up again. All right. So I think we are going back to the wide receiver well, looking at a guy who was just inside the top 10 last year, I believe. We have some more talent coming into Miami, but I'm not too worried about that. I think Waddle has a good connection with Tua. Um, so I'm going to go with him in the fourth round. He had over 100 receptions, over 1,000 receiving yards. So I think um, even with Hill coming in, I think he can continue. Not necessarily, the, uh, I don't know. Not my favorite it, wide receiver. It, it's a pick that nobody, I think everyone's going to go, oh, okay. Whenever someone takes Jalen Waddle. I agree. I think that's a great point. I think it could be a nice consistent play, especially with you got if you have Mike Williams as your wide receiver too, who's kind of like hit or miss. It nice it's nice to balance the team out. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm up next, aren't I? All right, with this team I have Terry uh, McLaurin as my, my number one wide receiver. I like the Joe Mixon Aaron Jones combination at running back. Um, I don't I don't really think I have to worry too much about that. So I'm gonna take again, I don't know if this is necessarily a stretch. Um, I think the two players that I'm, I'm thinking of at this particular position are – you will kind of see what they end up being. I'm going to go with what I feel like is going to be the more consistent player of these guys. 
uh, and that is Deontay Johnson. Um, he's had, you know, iffy quarterback play since he's been in Pittsburgh. Not that it's gotten any better, <laughs> but if it doesn't, if his statistics, stat line doesn't get any better, I think I'm still going to be happy with him as a fourth round wide receiver. Yeah, I like that. Um, so as we sit here looking at question marks on who the quarterback necessarily is going to be and, and how well they're going to be able to play here um, is a whole other question. Rumors swirling at this point in the year about potential trades at quarterbacks and such. Um, but I'm going to go with the talent and hope that the talent uh, kind of does what it needs to do. And I'm going to take DK Metcalf yeah. to pair with T. Higgins as uh, my other wide receiver here. And that was, honestly, Bobby, that was the other guy I was debating between. Yeah. And both both ways, you don't know exactly who the quarterback is going to be in that situation, or at least what they're, what they're going to be. Uh, but give me, I, I like Deontay better than DK. I, I, I agree with your analysis there on who I would take in that order there. Joe, you're I, up again. I don't think I'm going to end up with DK on any of my teams. Right. I don't know that and, I will either, John, unless it falls to me in, in that particular order. Yeah, I'm, I'm turning to him like maybe late fifth into the sixth round. Right. That's that's a, that, Yeah, I don't disagree with that. So for this team that I got coming up next, I think there's a there's an interesting fall off that happens if I how I want to build this team. Right. So I got two running backs, Cam and Dalvin. I got CeeDee Lamb at wide receiver. Cam's kind of the un, unproven question mark at running back. Um, but do I go with the wide receiver and worry about my third running back being kind of mediocre? Do I take a running back that I feel like could do well? Those are the kind of debates I'm going through with this particular team, and I think this is a draft pick that I'm going to be in in a couple different drafts. So the way this team is forming um, in this particular case, I'm going to take a guy that's been very consistent um, for the most part. I hope. I take that back. I don't hope that this team gets any better, period. I hope they suck, uh, and I hope they continue to suck. But I think the player himself could be a decent value in the fourth round. Um, and, again, this is taking that risk and, and hoping for the best, but David Montgomery is my pick here. Brought to you by Bear Flag, the wine that I'm drinking. <laughs> there you go, Bobby. There you go. That's how it works. Joe knows how marketing happens. Bear flag, drink it in the draft bears. Excuse me? Bear flag, drink it and then draft bears. Oh, yes. Because it's a bad pick. Because you're drunk. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> <laughs> you have to explain the joke. It's not as fun. No, it really isn't because it wasn't that good of a joke. It's a great joke. Yep. Honestly, I thought this team would have been great to have Brees Hall. Yeah, too bad he was picked way long ago. Well, should have taken him instead of Cam Akers. No, no, no. Cam Akers is better than Brees Hall. But what I'm saying is, like, pair Cook, Lamb, and Akers with Brees Hall. I think that's a pretty solid squad. Mm, I'll take that risk. All right, John, you're up. Hall versus Akers. Yeah, I'll I like Hall. I'll I'll take that risk, Joe. There's there's a bet. All right, I'm down. Interesting bet. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so I got my two 
foundational running back, so I don't have to worry about that. So I'm really looking at drafting a player in a great system that we're kind of unsure of how he'll produce it. So I'm going to go with Juju and just rely on Mahomes getting him the ball. I don't, I don't hate that pick, as Bobby likes to say. Yeah, I do. I'm not a big fan of that. We, yeah, we haven't seen him be Juju in all caps since he had a better wide receiver on the other end of the field. And I just don't know that he's going to be the best wide receiver in Kansas City. I also I don't like know to... who is going to be that, and that's why I'm can going you, to can, avoid can it. Can you take a right bet, now. Bobby, on that? Like, well, in the fourth round, no, I'm not. I'm not taking Juju no, no, in the fourth. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm doing. I, I'm saying take out Travis Kelsey, right? Because he's a tight end, so he's not going to qualify it in our particular conversation. But you don't think Juju is going to be the best wide receiver in Kansas City? Not, not as a Juju. fourth, like if I'm taking the guys. No, no, all I'm not talking about fourth round. round. It's a different story. Verbatim words where you don't think Juju Smith is the best wide receiver in Kansas City this year. Not for I what you have to pay Juju for him. You can take the field. Not for what you have to pay for him. It's not about paying for him. That wasn't the debate. Like that that is the debate. That's a, what I'm, Joe. That's what I'm saying. Is for the price of him, I'm not paying that price. That's not. What there's a better. You there's a better verbatim cost. said that you. There's a better cost for the player with many other Kansas City wide receivers. We're just going to move on because you clearly don't. If I can get a word in on Juju, um, I think something to look at, something that's important is Kansas City didn't. Kansas City themselves didn't even value him that much given the contract that they gave him. It 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 was pretty, pretty low. It has incentives, but I mean. The base, the base is like $3 million. It, It's not very high. Um, they paid MVS more. I don't think MVS will outscore Juju. I just think it's something to consider. I, I think he'll have a decent year. I just It worries me how little teams valued him. Thank you. Good analysis. Thank you. Bob, you're up. All right. So this team that I'm drafting here, this is my James Conner, Derrick Henry, and Tyreek Hill team. Um, I am looking to see, all right, what, what guys are left available here? Do I need to go with another wide receiver to pair with my guy? And, and, uh, do I really love them as much as I love another position? I really like, and this is a guy that I have ranked above, uh, Kyle Pitts. That's George Kittle. I'm going to take that tight end in a, uh, Look at him being able to be all caps George Kittle again. And I'm getting him in the fourth round to pair with everything else. I don't have to think about tight end now the rest of the way. And uh, I have some really solid players in those first three rounds to be able to do that with. All right. I want to go back on Juju for one second just to go back on his contract. <clears throat> he has $3 million guaranteed, but $5 million of his incentives are he gets $2 million for catching one touchdown, $2 million for hitting 130 yards receiving, and $1 million for 16 passes. I mean, that's still a fairly small contract. Wasn't MVS given like $7 million, seven and a half? Yeah, yeah, but that would put him at – I mean, he has basically ten and a half with incentives, and five of the incentives are, ba- are guaranteed. Michael Harbin. 
<laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but Miko Harmon has never been able to catch the ball. Yeah, I'm not arguing Miko. <laughs> yeah, I'm not arguing Miko either. I mean, Sky, or, Sky or MVS are the probably the next two guys. Yeah, on I think Miko is on a new team next year. <laughs> All right, uh, who's next? Caleb, uh, Caleb, yeah. All right, so we got the we got the much talked about polarizing team with the triple wide receiver start. Um, I'm actually kind of happy with who fell to me at running back. I was hoping one of the two guys I'm debating was taken, so I didn't have to make this decision. But we're gonna roll with a guy that you know had a pretty good yards per average um, in his first year and second year, but injuries have kind of derailed him. I'm gonna take J.K. Dobbins. I like it. That's that's a guy that I I thought might get back to my first team. Um, yep. I think it's a good pick there. It, it, had I not taken James Conner, that would have been that pick. Um, and I it probably would have been a wide receiver instead there. And so um, I, I I like that. That's good. John. My turn, hey. Well, I think with this team – I think I'm looking to wrap up another running back. So I think I'm going to take the next person on my board. I don't love the pick at the round, but I think there's a lot of other wide receivers and tight ends I like, and I think some running backs are going to come out after me. So I'm going to take Antonio Gibson. That's the pick I was debating. Yeah, I think both those players in that spot are good. And again, both those players are players that I thought would be available or had a chance at being available later on. And, and I think that's the order that they need to go in is Dobbins and then Gibson. Yeah, and I think you have to look ahead of – I think two of the teams ahead are going to draft at least one or two running backs, so I think you have to look at – even if you don't love where he's going, um, you might want a little bit later, but you just got to take the running back when you need him. Absolutely. All right, so with the fourth pick in my last team, I think we're going to go with a guy that I think has potential to be a wide receiver one. Um, His quarterback has supported wide receiver ones throughout almost his entire career, albeit that was Julio Jones, but we're going to go with Michael Pittman Jr. I like like it. He was a wide receiver I debated a while back. Um, but the, honestly, what scared me away is just the previous, really last two years of what Matt Ryan's been able to produce. Although I will say this, I think Matt Ryan is in a much better position to succeed with Indianapolis than he has been the last two years in Atlanta. Agreed. I think Matt Ryan is on the decline, but I think it's a little bit overrated how much he's declined. I think the line didn't do him any favors last year. Neither did the wide receiver play. Or the scheme. I mean, the yeah. offense itself, just there's – for somebody that's living in Atlanta, and, and don't get me wrong, we don't watch it, but we do hear a lot. Like, you turn on the radio, the sports radio, you're, they're talking about how bad Atlanta is. They, they're just – the team as an overall defense wasn't very good. Offensive line couldn't do shit. They, didn't, they could hardly run the ball if they even tried. You know, Cordero Patterson was their number one running back. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Struggling a little bit there. Bobby, you're up next. All right, so this is the uh, triple running back team with McCaffrey, uh, Alvin Kamara, and Zeke. And I'm going to go with the best player available and the one that's going to score the most points 
of all players left available. That, my friends, is Josh Allen, quarterback out of Buffalo. I knew it. Going to take the first one. Anybody else, late fourth round, I'm going to have the best quarterback all year long. And he's kind of a running back in some aspects as well. He might score the most points of anyone taken. Agreed. I was debating him the last like round, but given my philosophy and how much I always, you know, give people trouble for picking quarterbacks, I, it just felt weird to be the first guy to take one. <laughs> he was he was being picked next, uh, so that yeah. team that I had, I think- and, and that that's part of why I took him there because I looked and I decided, all right, am I going to take him or I'm going to gra- grab a wide receiver? The team at that first pick had two wide receivers, and so that's what pushed me into grabbing Josh Allen at that point. And here's the reality that I think listeners need to understand about quarterbacks. They probably have been, some people in particular that listen to us, have probably been watching this and saying, why is there not a quarterback taken? Why is there not a quarterback taken? Why is there not a quarterback taken? Well, the four of us have all won championships in fantasy football with a quarterback that we drafted in like the ninth round. Right, or later. Correct. Bobby, or just got... we pieced it together week to week. Bobby, I got a question for you. Yeah. Will he be the first quarterback taken in the garage league? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Tom Brady will be. Better no. Mahomes. No, no. Dad will take Mahomes in the first or second round. Yeah, like, he's been he's leaning already going to be off the board. <laughs> and, and the but... thing is, it, there, it's not – the worst pick to take Mahomes. I mean, why not? But I think your I, dad beat I me think... twice last year. <laughs> <laughs> I think Josh. It's it's a tier of their own there with with Allen, Mahomes, and Herbert. I think that's that's a tier of itself, right right in there. Yeah, I think it's really there's kind of an Allen tier this year. I think he's the only one that I would take in the first kind of four or five rounds. Yeah. And again, uh, I'm just looking at barring health and everything else. I'm going into that that last, let's say, six game stretch once Kamara comes in, uh, if there's that suspension that's suspected there, with McCaffrey, Zeke, Kamara, and then I got the best quarterback. Like I'm, I'm hopeful that that team is going to be just balling out. I think this is the question of is it four points for. A passing touchdown or six. Right. We're we're talking a standard league, which is four. Yeah. So four, I have Allen a lot higher. Six, I would six. I wouldn't even take Allen until probably the sixth round. Yeah, because a lot of the passing quarterbacks immediately go up higher. Like even Kirk Cousins becomes a top ten quarterback in that particular situation. Or good. Kirk Cousins has been a top ten quarterback almost every single year he's played football in the NFL. Anyway. Yeah. What about years where he's played football outside the NFL? <laughs> then he's not a top 10 <laughs> All right. Um, it is my pick. So this team in particular, Allen was absolutely on the list, and I think I would have fallen in love with this team had that been the case. Um, since I don't have him available, I think I'm going to go and solidify my running back room. Um, so I think there's we're starting to get kind of towards the depth of running backs that don't really exist. <laughs> Right, so you're taking anybody after, you know, they consistently these guys are starters. You know, they're going to be on the field on a regular basis. Um, after them, it gets kind of light, in my opinion. So I think there's two guys, maybe a third that fall into this. I'm going to name the three that I feel like fall into this category. 
uh, and I'm going to pick two of them. So this kind of gives you an idea where I see these players. Uh, Josh Jacobs, not necessarily my favorite, but he is still the first and second down running back in Las Vegas in a better situation than he's been in the past because he now is a wide receiver that is considered a threat every single down. Damian Harris had a proven season last year, did very well. In my opinion, I had him up higher than a lot of other people. I don't necessarily like him here in this particular pick, but he's a guy that I have on that list. And then Elijah Mitchell, which I'm not a fan of anybody in San Francisco, but I think he is a running back that is considered kind of the guy in San Francisco, uh, at least at that position at this time. So my two picks here, um, I am going to go with Josh Jacobs as the first one. All right, that wraps up rounds three and four. Any news for you on these ones, John? Bobby, what do you think? Um, I really don't like taking tight ends as early as they're going. But the third through fifth round um, is kind of where I would start taking them. That's one kind of highlight that I'm taking out of all this so far. Yeah, I think I like I like Mark Andrews in the third. I think I've seen him going a lot in this. I would not take other than Kelsey take a tight round, tight end in the first two rounds, but exactly third round Mark Andrews makes a lot of sense. Well, where he got him with the team that he's going on and the options that that person had. I mean, it might have been nice to have James Connor on that team with uh, Barkley and Cup. But I think the overall, that's not a bad spot to to have a good team right there. I, honestly, and if I'm looking at it, by the way, the teams I like the best don't have a tight end yet. Right. That's my point. Through the, through the first four rounds. Yeah. Well, other than Caleb's, I like that Kelsey Diggs. Yeah, oh, that's nice. ETN. Yeah, and, the, and we talked a little bit about the Hall ETN. I, I think I mentioned that, like that, that combo of players. But that's a risk. Like – both of them are completely unproven. We have no clue what the, what their involvement is going to be in their offense. Like he's got no other running backs. That's it. Yeah, I think alternatively you you can easily go. I think wide receiver is really deep. You could easily go Kelsey, and then Swift or Kelsey another running back, and then yeah. just wait. Because I think wide receiver ten to thirty is pretty close this year. But well, and, and the other thing about wide receiver like ten to thirty, it's the it's most of the boom and bust guys, right? Like it's it's the guys that one week they're gonna suck for you, the other weeks are gonna be good. And you you know, if you go like like you said, like a Kelsey Swift or or even a Kelsey like Aaron Jones, you got two players that are gonna get you fifteen plus points every single week, and then you had a bunch of boomer busters, which could be a great way to build a team, so you never know. Um but overall I think it's forming up. Anything else to say, Bobby, on rounds uh three and four here? No. Um no big surprises on some of those other uh like I, t- I did take Josh Allen. I kind of surprised you guys on that one. but um, yeah, Mr. I never draft a quarterback ever. <laughs> but it's not my team. It is your team. You no. are the one that picked it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not the team that I imagined myself with. That's probably what somebody will do. That's about as late as you'll see a quarterback go in any draft this year. Yeah, And right. by the way, minus your Ezekiel Elliott pick of that team, it was a pretty solid squad. That's a really good squad. Elliott is the number one running back in that offense, and he will continue to be because the owner loves him. Mm-hmm. He's currently the number one running back, but he's one dumb decision away from being in jail <laughs> for five years. So, yeah, yeah we've seen he's that al- plenty. He's always walking that tightrope. Uh-huh. All right, well, that's it for us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, we got one more coming in our final uh, for the uh, three series mock draft. We hope you guys have enjoyed it so far. 
Uh, we'll give you a nice recap here at the next one. But uh, I enjoyed it. John Bob, I'm sure you did as well. We'll see you next time. Bye.